welcome to today's edition of Numa Podcast with Reverend Michael Angeli Ogutcher. Our text for today is taken from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 17, verse 5 to 10. This is what the Lord says. Curse is the one who trusts in man, who draws strength from mere flesh, and whose heart turns away from the Lord. That person will be like a bush in the wastelands. They will not see prosperity when it comes. They will dwell in the patched places of the desert, in a salt land where no one lives. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in Him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the streams. It does not fear when heats come. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for your loving kindness and for the power in your word. Lord, as I speak, O Lord, I ask that you inspire me, illuminate my understanding as I voice your message to your people today. Lord, we're not ignorant of the devices of the enemy. Therefore, I stand against every opposing power today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The text I have chosen today is one of the most difficult passages to preach in a world that has suffered so greatly from spiritual erosion that has engulfed our world. Of course, there are many scriptures that we could possibly use. There are many ways we could possibly get away from this. But the Word of God declares in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 to 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. I believe that there are great life lessons we all can learn from these apparently difficult readings that seems to dwell very much on curse. When we talk about curse, a lot of people don't want to hear that. They don't want to look at what curse is. They don't want to know about the words of the Bible. But you see, we cannot pick and choose what we want from the Bible. We cannot say we want A, we don't want B. We want B, but we don't want A. The Word of God is here to teach us something and something that is important to our work with God. So Jeremiah 17 is set within a context that demonstrates the sinfulness of Judah 
In fact, sin had become their lifestyle such that they no longer had much regard for the things of God. So much so that God said, Judah's sin is engraved with an iron tool inscribed with a flint point on the tablets of their heart and on the horns of their altars. And you find this in Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 1. These mean that the, 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 the word of God had no more effect on the life of these people, the people of Judah, and this displeases God so much. Part of the questions we should be asking ourselves as we tag along today is whether our own context in 2019 are any better than those from the reading. God's word expressly said in Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is the most deceitful thing there is and desperately wicked. No one can really know how bad it is. So you see, we are not spared at all from, from all of this, uh, from these courses because we're human beings. From this standpoint, it is easy to understand why God is unhappy about the activities of humankind and frown at any attempt to place trust on mere mortals. Curse is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart depart from the Lord. Jeremiah 17:5-8. The prophet Jeremiah understands the gravity of his context. He knows that pleasing God releases uh, God's goodness and his mercy upon all those who place their trust in him. Jeremiah cried, Lord, you alone can heal me. You alone can save me. And my praise are for you alone. Do you understand the gravity of your contest? Are you willing to uproot yourself from the sinking sand that you are standing on? My job here is to encourage and challenge you to learn from Prophet Jeremiah and cry to the Lord of mercy to have mercy on you. We must also understand that it is very easy to put our own goodness in the things that we do and think that that is enough to qualify for God's criterion. But you know what? If our goodness is sufficient and makes us righteous in the presence of the Lord, then there is essentially no use for Calvary's cross or for having faith at all. Do you not know that the Word of God says that your righteousness is like a filthy rag before the eyes of God? That means whatever we try to do does not please God unless that thing is in the hand of God. It is also possible to be diligent in church activities or, or charity. But in truth, when God shines his searchlight on a heart like that, I wonder if he will find faith or righteousness there. So many people think going to church and being part of a religious organization is, is equal to believing in God. But I tell you the truth, those things are not what God is really looking for. Friends, 
It is also possible to be diligent in the church activities, be busy doing one thing or the other for the church, or involving in charity. But in truth, when God shines His such light on a heart like that, I wonder if He will find faith or righteousness there. This is where the problem lies. But like Jeremiah, we can all do well to acknowledge God as supreme and worthy of our unreserved trust. I go out to the town where I live and give out bread to the people, to the homeless, to the hungry. I will not just be distributing bread to people. I will tell them also about the bread of life, that I'm giving this bread because of the bread of life, which is Jesus Christ. Followers of Jesus Christ must endeavor to place their trust not in themselves, not in what they can do, because when the chips are down, that humanistic instinct will fail. When doubt about faith arises, where will such a person look to? Where will that person without faith place his or her confidence? The arm of flesh will always fail. That's what the Bible says. In many churches that I know, you ask people about what is important to them in that church. They will always say to you that they find friendship and family there and that that is the most important thing to them. And this is indeed true and is great. The church should strive to be, to be family and friendly invincibly bind together by love which must surely be pleasing to our God. After all, the psalmist says how wonderful it is, how pleasant when brothers live in harmony. For harmony is as precious as the fragrant anointing oil that was poured over Aaron's head and ran down onto his beard and onto the border of his robe. You find it in Psalm 133, verse 1 to 2. So, meeting together, loving each other as brothers and sisters in the church is good. In an assembly is good. But if only our trust is in our reciprocal love, then curse to us in the day that we find ourselves in trouble such as an unexplained, unexpected illness, bereavement, and natural disasters. When fellow church members fall into sin, what then are we going to do if our trust is in just people? When division and disagreement on social and doctrinal issues shakes the church, what will we do? Are we going to throw in the towel and say, I'm done with this church because they are all bunch of hypocrites. This is what I hear many times. But if a person have a personal relationship with Christ, these things will not matter because his or her anchor will hold in time of trouble, in time of illness, in time of bereavement, in time of natural disaster. This is a hard message, but curse is that person who trusts in the minister because the minister who is failing to preach the word of God faithfully must be leading his 
his or her church astray. So trusting in such a person because of clerical collar or robe is to your own spiritual detriment. I must make bold to say that you should challenge whoever teaches you, whoever claim to be your apostle, whoever claim to be your minister, whenever you are in doubt of what they preach. But it must be based on the scripture. Because the word of God said you should search the scripture because in them you have eternal life. The Berean Christian did that diligently. This is not to say that ministers should not be trusted or, or honored in any way, whether in the counseling uh, he or she gives or in the administration of uh, sacrament like communion, baptism, etc. But because he or she is human, or her heart is deceitful and desperately wicked like the heart of every other human being. This is why you must not heap for yourself those teachers that only teach you what you like to hear. But ask God, seek God to teach you, to send teachers that will teach you the everlasting word of God. Christians are, however, expected to produce the fruit of the Spirit, which is of joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control. Against such, the Bible say there is no law. We find this in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22 to 23. Even when we see the manifestation of this gift in the life of any Christian, be it minister or just worshiper, we must always give the glory to God, not the man or woman who has been seen as conduit of God's blessings. And this is what I understand will keep us away from the wrath of God. The book of Hebrews says this, No man takes this honor to himself, but he who is called by God, just as Aaron was. As I bring this to a close, let me remind us of the goodness of God in the same book of Jeremiah chapter 17. But on this occasion, uh, we read from verse 7 to 8. That blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in Him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends its fruit by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fail to bear fruit. Friends, if we simply obey the scriptures, our lives will be better and secured in the, in the Lord who is able to guide and keep us as we approach the day of the Lord. Thank you for listening to Numa Podcast. I'll see you again another time. God bless you. I found my Jesus Down on my knees I found my Lord It wasn't on the mountains Not in the valley but it was on my knees I found my Lord